It's Chris Whoa. the Ruler, one quarter of the Black Super Friends podcast, and I'm on top of the world tonight. But as I'm on top of the world, I got a question. Why do they call them buildings when they already built? <laughs> what the fuck? <laughs> Welcome to another edition of the Black Super Friends. Tonight, I return as the host after a month of hell in Mario's control. <laughs> I am back. Let the foolery begin. It shall begin. So, listen, guys, before I go out and introduce you people, I just want to notice that Chris the Ruler is somewhere above Chinatown. He could be in LA. I don't know where he at, but he about you at least fit the floors up, my man. So say hello to everyone in TV Land, Chris D. How y'all? How y'all doing? How y'all doing? How y'all doing? Did you did you miss me? <laughs> um, we took last week off. You know, it was a holiday, and also we needed a break from hell week for real, for real. So it was emotionally draining, but uh, we back, we back, we black, and uh, can't wait to do the show tonight, fellas. Let's do it. Okay. Next, I'm going up top. Oh, God. I'm going up top to my brother, who, He's like, as on a new, on a new shirt. Listen, I ain't even going to do no black jokes tonight. You look sharp tonight, bro. I'm going to call him Irrational Zay. Good night, man. Hey, I started to uh, update that name to International Zay. You know, I, I've been feeling very, very. Flyers, you see, I got on my newest apparel, contour to the body, because I've been on the beach. <laughs> ah, doing what? Wouldn't you like to know? <laughs> well, stay yeah, all over beach. Listen, man, international. Tell you what, no time you go international. I got a tip for TSA. <laughs> <laughs> They're going to beat you like a piñata, bitch. <laughs> <laughs> and we're going to run a GoFundMe. <laughs> I always think about making money. No, we're going to run a GoFundMe, dog. I can give you $1,000. Don't do that. <laughs> agree. But last but not least. This man is having a whole meal at the beginning of the show. That's that every second. I'm surprised Norman ain't get him yet. He always said, "Find Norm, you find two to eat." Man, listen. <laughs> I want to shout out our, our fans: Nika Falana, Tamika Powell, uh, God Lee. I was smacking. Say I'm smacking. So I will go to mute. All right. But last but not least, I want to introduce the man who you guys call the voice of reason and the Mister, the man who's logical on the show. And I want to recognize hating ass me in the comments as well. But before we go there, I want to introduce my main man, Mr. Mario T. Hey, man, what's going on, man? I thought I'd just spruce it up, man. You know what I'm saying? I heard Deion Sanders the other day say, 
back in his days, children gave people respect. So call him coach. So I say, you know, hold up, man. You y'all cats don't know me as a super friend. So just Mr. Mario to y'all till we go international. All right. Well, my apologies to all those in TV land that say I was smacking loud, but when you're amongst friends, you tend to be more relaxed. Sylvia Sharks, my apologies. Hello, Amber Dawkins. We say adieu to you. But that leads me to my sponsor tonight. Listen, guys, I try to support black businesses, and I'm sick of it. I'm sick of it. I want to holler at y'all about something. So today, since all day I've been at the dentist trying to get, I didn't want my tooth pulled, because listen, I'm at the point you got to hold on to what you got. But <laughs> so I'm trying to get a root canal or whatever. I stood at the dentist all day till 5 o'clock. And then they came in and said, well, we don't pull it. We're going to do a root canal. Good, bad news is, is after five. I was in this goddamn place all day. <laughs> so I got to get on this plane with a bad tooth. But she gave me antibiotics. So I just, I try to support my black people. So Lou, we'll give a shout out to the sponsor tonight who didn't cut me a deal at all. The sponsor tonight is Little Larry's Sweet Tooth Factory. <laughs> if your teeth are brown, we'll make them white. If you have no teeth, I'll make you bite. <laughs> Little Larry's Sweet Tooth Factory. Little Larry's Sweet Tooth Factory. Appreciate that, Larry. Nah, he don't appreciate it. He didn't do nothing. What do you mean? You want to eat he, got, cool he, got you little, he got you a little something to feel high. Bruh. <laughs> on your trip. Hey, it's more to dentistry them just pulling teeth i can do that on my own uh second of all before we go into our show bro there's a lot of celebratory stuff today i need to highlight and recognize our brother norman wright who's over at firestone and Ray uh federal highway who was the the number one store again two months in a row come on Cheers. norm good job man big norm, big norm. manager oh, he, of the year man is he big norm now he definitely yeah, big yeah. norm he wide norm. He, 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 he middle norm. Yeah. Because <laughs> big norm, he, he can now be big norm still. Don't do big norm like that. Yeah. He he like that tall. Yeah. So, <laughs> so <laughs> for the, <laughs> listen, I'm doing free promotions and I got a character in the background. But listen. Cut. 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 Extra. Cut. Cut. This is not your cue. <laughs> live show just went wrong. It's a show. Listen, they don't understand the live show, but listen. So we want to highlight Norman Junior. Where do we find these extras from? Council. Oh, listen, we want to highlight Norman for all the ladies that don't have a man. Call down Norman Wright. You got a man that you can trust. He'll have you riding tough. <laughs> Norman Wright, Firestone. Come on, right. man. He got to pay you for that jingle. He do. He absolutely does. But one thing about him. But all bullshit. If you're at Palm Beach, man, go see. If you need some tires, you don't want your life to expire. Go see Norman Wright. He'll get you tight. And he yeah. loves giving women a good ride. <laughs> well, like, like, no, like, without bumps. What are you talking about? No, hey, good job, Norm. For real. He's like, he's the number one salesman, David, because he sells a lot of tires. Yeah. Good ride. 
But it's not happening, Chris. It's it, it, already swollen at this point. That's what I meant. <laughs> so listen, before we go any farther, I want to highlight the Pan-African Prince, Dr. Umar Johnson, on his nuptials as he was getting, as he got married this weekend. Uh, hopefully he got married out of the country because he got married to two women. So hopefully he's not that dumb. But Dr. Umar got married this weekend to two women. He colored the, he covered the spectrum, one fair skin, one dark skin. So he thought it all the way out. Y'all was not going to say talk mess about Dr. Umar. And for all y'all that talked about the, uh, the school and the money, he has a message for y'all inside his video. Can we go to it, fellas? Please do. Help me build the Frederick Douglass and Marcus Douglas now. I'm gonna let y'all fight it off over who's gonna be in charge of the small school and who's gonna be in charge of the big school. But you are the only two I need. You are the left side of my heart and you are the right. Until the day we leave to be with our ancestors, I promise to always honor you as the goddess that you are. May God protect our family. May God bless our union. And may those who are against this union forever be entered into the Book of Negro. I say, I say, I say. Black power! I'm like Amber Dawkins. Got a light skin girl, look like Michael Jackson. Got a dark skin girl, look like Michael Jackson. Yeah. I say, I say, I say. That's all I can. I say. <laughs> Get Man, it up. I say. They might be the new thing right there, brother. That might I be say. a new thing right now. So. I've been saying it. All right, Chris. Yes. Did you have some 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 news for that, brother? No, I don't. Here's the thing, man. I want to say congratulations to Dr. Umar, man. It's good that he found the loves of his life and he's willing to settle down. We've been talking about that from day one here. Men get settling down, getting married, building families. That is a great thing. And, and, that's, and I, I applaud this man. I, what I don't understand is why this is not celebrated by women. I don't understand this. I don't see this all over social media where women are celebrating this type of union. But I thought we want to we want to get married. I thought we want to want men to settle down. But we seem to not celebrate this union. And this is what I think. I think is because the theory is this benefits a man more than it benefits the women. Which I kind of I, I kind of disagree with that. Because at the end of the day, you have two women being married. And we know the ratio of women being married. One one out of four. Here you have two women being married. Second, not only that, you have three successful incomes coming into one house. We know how finances wreck, wreck relationships and marriages. Here you have three, three women, I mean, three grown adults increasing their finances. Imagine the school that you can send your kids to if you have that type of economics. We know that property value is measured through school. I mean, your property value gives the money to the schools to make your school districts better. You get to go put your kids in much, much better schools. Not only that, with that woman 
you have two mothers now. Now when you slacking on your mother or you getting tired, you have another mother sitting there to to take your take up the slack. And I know you can't have a problem with another woman, but uh, mothering your kids because you have no problem when you have men that didn't that ain't the father fathering other kids. You have no problem with that. I see it all the time. So you shouldn't have a problem with another woman uh, mothering your child. Again, man, I think this is a great union. Um, I think it's something that we need to look into. And uh, congratulations, Dr. Umar. Congratulations. It's sad that anything that resembles a man winning, we, we denounce it. And we say that there's something wrong with it. But to each his own. Somebody tried to say it's fake news. Well, it's fake news or what news? That brother had a good night. Hey, say both. <laughs> Hey, I, I was gonna tell Chris it's called sister wives. That's that's the correct terminology for that's sister wives. But yeah, you got help. Um, I too want to say shout out to Dr. Umar. He he stuck to his guns. He said what he was what he wanted. He didn't settle. He actually accomplished that. Um, he you know got some communication going on to where they actually agreed to what his demands were. He got some humbling, and that was a beautiful thing. I love to see uh I love to see black love in any way, shape, or form that it comes. Um, I also have to give him a shout out for being true to himself. Even inside of his wedding, he made sure that he made a bellow and a call out for resources to come in so that we can build this school. He is true to himself all the way through and through. I want two wives. He did it. He accomplished that. That's a great accomplishment as a black man. He married him. You know something like Chris said. Our black communities have spoken so highly of, and he's happy. Be happy for him. He like it. I love it. What you got, Hard? Happy too. Yeah, they did. I kind of. Um, that's a great topic, whether it was real or not. I, I want to say that I think it's very. I, the outpour on it is disturbing. I, I do second what Chris said on the fact of most time when people fall in love, people should be happy for them. Period. Like, I thought that was the national consensus. Like, damn, you found somebody. Like, these people make you happy. Y'all all in agreement together under one accord. Y'all all said y'all vows, I'm assuming, together under one accord. It was no trickering, lying, or deceitfulness in none of this. You walked down the aisle together. Y'all all agreed on this. So if, if I'm seeing three willingly grown people agree on something and want to come together as a union, whether I think it's right or whether I can do it or not, it's none of my business and i would think as black people fighting poverty daily and fighting fatherless and motherless children in single parent homes that you would say hey more power to that man i can only take one wife but if he can take two hey my brother and if those sisters are happy with you then hey my brother but i didn't see that i seen a whole bunch of bickering a whole bunch of disappointment a whole bunch of laughter and a whole bunch of pointing the fingers and most of the people I've seen doing that was single as a dollar bill. Go ahead, Horace. Well, I say congrats. <clears throat> Second of all, it was a lot of trending news this week, guys. So I want to recognize that. Last week, there were two albums that released. And I felt like it was almost like the battle between light and evil. You had a, <laughs> the king of the light skins dropped his album. And then I don't know who uh, Kanye is king of, but he definitely falls into this. So here's my take. If both of the albums were nice, right, I think if Kanye didn't do this whole three 
all these listening parties and make it seem like it was going to be the greatest album since Thriller. I think people would listen and be like, okay, this is a typical Kanye album and it's good. Right? But that didn't happen. A lot of people critiqued it hard because he made everybody wait so long. Now, honestly, as a producer, I got to say, you listen to the sound, he's a perfectionist from the sound, the pitch, like everything was mastered so quality. But you're not going to do that because you're looking, going through it fast, critiquing it. So I think that's where he messed up. If he just dropped the album, people this week would be like, man, Kanye dropped another masterpiece, which honestly is more of a confessional because all it, most of the tracks are gospel rap songs, talking about God, talking about forgive me, Lord. And then the rest of them are confessionals where he talks about his life and his wife, right? And then the light skins for the win. Drake, I would say the Lionel Richie of uh, rap. Didn't disappoint again. He has a good catalog of music on that. And I don't think I can say that either. Not one song on there is bad. So I must say congratulations on both of those guys for making, for having record-breaking numbers. Despite, you know, in the age of people hacking your music and downloads and whatnot. So congrats to both of those brothers. Those are my views of the album. Chris Ruler, you're an artist. What was your thoughts? Uh, well, I am a former artist, and um, you know, I, I don't listen to much music, I ne- and I'm not a fan of either one of those guys. So, I, you know, I can't critique the music exactly because I haven't heard the album. But what I will say is this: I find it funny when people give me back their reviews of it because I've been hearing about a lot of reviews, and, I, and they tell me that um, Kanye's album sounds is a gospel album. It sounds different. It's it's it's, it's not like it don't sound like any one of his other albums. And I hear from Drake, oh, this sounds good, and it's this. But they tell me, basically, they're describing the same exact album. It doesn't sound any different than other albums. So it's when we start to judge things, when do we start to say, well, for, as an artist, you must give me a project that doesn't sound nothing like your other projects, that stretches your imagination, that stretches your genius. Because it's okay, yes, we, we know that you can make a hit song. You have the, whatever formula that Drake has, he has that. But what we want to see is stink on you. Because that's what we start. I think that what that's how we judge albums, correct? From stink on you, equivalent, albums that stretch your imagination and, and stretch your lyrical ability. And I don't I think that all the reviews, again, I didn't listen to neither one. But the reviews I'm getting, I don't see how um you can't say Kanye won when he made an album that sounds nothing like his previous albums, and that sounds nothing like what's going on right now. It's actually stretching the music. And then when you when you put uh, Drake, Andre 3000, in his verse, when he didn't get, get to make the album at the end of the day, but for me, I'm biased because that, that verse, you know, touched me because I'm, you know, with the loss of my mother. So I don't know. That's just how I look at it. That's my take on it. But what do you think? Mario. <clears throat> well, first of all, both of them was too long. The attention span of people is not worth 27 and 21 songs. So let's get that straight. Both of them was entirely too long. It's like a double disc, and it's not the double disc era anymore. So I think that even in listening to both of them, then I think Kanye's album, the reason why I listen to both of them is Kanye's album kind of all over the place. Like, he don't have no direction. And you know that's kind of how Kanye is in his life right now. Like, all over the place. So you got some that's this, some that's that. And then the thing I take him down for the most is 
bro, you took an Andre 3000 verse off your album. That's unacceptable. <laughs> bro, you know, bro, that was that would have been the hardest song on that album. And it didn't make it. Mm. So I agree with what Horace was saying about how musically inclined he is, and I respect Kanye so high on that. But then how the hell did you take an Andre? And he's he killed that verse. That's like one of the best verses I don't heard from Andre 3000 in a long time. To the point how he incorporated his mama. The album named Donda. That should have been the top song on the album. So that right now, it seemed like, I don't know what the hell happened. Like, you know what I'm saying? And then Drake, I think Drake saying this. No song from Kanye would get played in the club. Drake has bangers. Drake has three, four songs that's going to get played in the club. His first video is going to be a hit. With Kawhi Leonard and all that. Like Drake understands, I am for the people. I'm Apple Music. This is who I am. I don't make music like Stank on you. I like Tootie gave him a great one. I'm not uh Rick Rick James. I'm not Michael Jackson. I'm Lionel Richie. I make middle of the pack line straight. You know what you're getting when you come to me. This we don't do a lot of stuff. We Chick-fil-A. This is what we do. I don't sell burgers, I don't do this. I come here, good service, guaranteed, every time, fuck with me. And if you want that or not, or you go to McDonald's, they steady adding shit every day. So, and I think Drake know that. That what you want? Yeah, I think right now, listening to both of them albums, I'm going to listen to, don't get me wrong, both of them was, I could do without. So I'm just being real, both of them I could do without. But it's more songs on Drake album that I would want to listen to continuously than Kanye. That's what I'm saying. Like, Kanye... Dog, if Kanye, that Drake, that Andre 3000 song is amazing. That right there is better than anything Drake got on his album. But you didn't put it on there. So I can't give you credit for that. <laughs> That's what I get. Well, oh, yeah, Zabo, I'm sorry. Yeah, no, you ain't sorry. You meant to do that shit. <laughs> no, but you all right. Um, I didn't. <laughs> yeah. Throwing the damn towel. <laughs> <laughs> I forgot about the darkness. Oh, I, I bet. <laughs> Jackass. I told you. He's still mad about Jackass. <laughs> it's all good. Oh, shit. But it's great, though, because I didn't listen to either one of them. I called a few of the Drakes. And from that alone, like you said, Mario, I think you summed it up excellent. Once you drop Drake 3000, you drop Zay. <laughs> that shit was over with. And Drake got the bangers, so... To Drake no, and go to the light skin. Wait a minute. No, boy, listen. Ain't nobody listening to that. You're not, it's like an Eminem. Eminem is fire, but nobody's right. riding around listening to Eminem. Nobody's riding around listening to Kanye. They listening right. to Drake. He's artistic, but it's over with. I, I'm over sorry. With. I can I can express that you're great and not want to hear that shit. I'm okay. just, like again, I'm not a fan of neither one. I just I just you know, I just don't want the same, the same music, the same styles, the same stuff. Over and over again, and I can't just keep on telling you you're good. I think you're proven. You go to Chick Fil A. Yeah, listen, I was just about do, to do say that Mario has a great analogy. Right, but I do like a Popeye chicken. Yeah, okay. But do you right. not eat a Chick Fil A? It's nothing changed in Chick Fil A except for they got macaron, mac, mac, uh, macaroni and cheese after fucking forty years. That's it. <laughs> That's no, and they and they wanted the best. They just became the number one seller. They just the I think the same thing. Huh? They will bring in macaroni. We we can't turn this into a recipe, bro. Hey, bro, that's Drake. Drake is gonna give he you three bangers, a whole bunch of love songs, and three commercial songs is gonna go platinum. Absolutely. So I guess it's my life, and, and that's the recipe. That's what it is. It's 
my light skin nation. Well, listen, I love it. Let's get to more serious news. I do want to shout out the brother that I'm supporting because he stands tall in the paint. Lil Bootsy released the album as well. And even though I shouldn't be listening to it, Lil Bootsy, I supported and I did buy your album. So Lil Bootsy had a new album as well. And he needs our support more than ever because him and Lil Nas X has become the battle between him and Armageddon. <laughs> Armageddon it on. <laughs> oh, yeah, really. We ain't going to give that boy no energy on our podcast, though, so forget that. All right, next, guys, because we, we still got two, three topics. I want to ask the people out there in TV land, what about y'all president? Is that y'all king? Because I yeah, I knew I was coming. This man, I, I couldn't find the videos. What's up, Foster Rip King? Congratulations. Video. Congratulations, yeah. bro. Sure, and I'm making that jump to boss life. Congratulations, man. My bro said no more 95 of him. He left there one day and pulled a Jerry Maguire. He said, Sauce boss. Ribs. I'm not staying on overtime today. I'm <laughs> out of here. That's what he did. And left a bottle of sauce at the job. Picture me rolling. <laughs> with me. Yeah, picture me rolling. So listen. So Joe Biden went from saying, "Hey, I'm never gonna do." No, you know what? I'm just gonna go to the clip. Let's just do that. All right. No, I don't think it should be mandatory. I wouldn't demand to be mandatory. No, I don't think it should be mandatory. I wouldn't demand to be mandatory. If, if America was a bus, would you let that joker drive you around? <laughs> this man has to be walked out of buildings. This man, forget, the man fell asleep last night in the wild of the week when somebody was, then the Israeli king was there and the man was asleep. Sleep. So my point today is now Biden is saying that he's going to make federal employees get um, vaccinated. It's going to be a mandate. But you just said on that clip that, uh, you know, you don't believe in it. But the bigger issue is he's making America, everybody around the world, get vaccinated in this country if he can. But the people in the White House don't have they, they don't have that mandate. The people in the White House don't have to get vaccinated. What were your thoughts on that, Mario? I'm going to go to Mario first. I thought I was I was perplexed. I, I didn't understand. You know, it was one thing I hate in life is double speaking and double and like non not stand on the point. Like I, I need you to stay on a side and be straightforward on what you're saying. Whether I like it or not, I want you to give it to me straight down the middle. But what? Mario. <laughs> no. He, he froze. No. All I heard you say, I froze, I froze, like. All I heard you say, I want to put it straight down the middle. Like, wait a minute. <laughs> like, wait a minute. I wanted, I definitely didn't want to do that. I was like, <laughs> <laughs> hey, but for real, I, I, I don't know. That's why I asked you about it. When I, when I seen it, I tried to go and consult with people who I know know more about politics than me because it didn't make no sense to me. <clears throat> like, I don't understand how you so vaccine, vaccine, vaccine. Yeah, my dogs ain't got to get vaccine. But all you better get vaccine as you heard in America. Not y'all. But y'all better do right, Well, what's going on here? It's like, you know what I'm saying? That's like, I don't understand that. So I want you to explain it to me. Chris, what was your thoughts on it? Because to be honest, you know how I feel about it. And 
um, the, the vaccine is not FDA approved, even though it's still early. But what we're saying is like, how are you America country free choices? And then you say one thing, then you're doing another. So who's really, who's pushing the agenda? Like who's, who's behind it? But I just want to get your thoughts on that. Uh, well, this is, this is exactly America to me. I mean, this is how it is. The rules and regulations and mandates are for the poor and the marginalized. Uh, laws is not for the rich, inferential, and powerful. It's just they, they create the law. That's how this world has always made work. Like, so I'm not surprised when there's a huge double standard for the people that's influential and powerful and rich. I, I just I'm not shocked by that. That's that's uh, uh, that's normal to me. I just what I'm shocked about is when. Cause I'm not an anti-vaxxer or a vaxxer or whatever. I'm I'm just simply waiting to see. I just really do, I'm really to wait as long as I possibly can to see what happens. But um, at the same time, I just don't understand how people are don't understand that someone would question the government. Like that's 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 a part of being American by questioning the government. You can say you can you have the freedom to question anything. You have the freedom to, to what you wanna what you wanna put in your body. We we having a fight over um over uh what's it called uh abortion now we, this is what it this is what freedom is to be able to make the decisions of what of your body you know what i'm saying so i, I just don't understand when people don't understand that concrete element of this when people just say okay i want to wait or i just don't want to put that in my in my body i i don't i don't get that but you know that's for all people to me but i didn't vote for Biden. a rational say Oh man, um, I thought it was kind of peculiar. I, again, this is not my strong point. This is yours. I actually came to really listen to hear what you were going to tell us, but I did think that it was pretty peculiar for him to say that it be so favor favoring it so strongly. But then the individuals that are closest to near and dear to you, it's like you don't care about your life. It, that just didn't make any sense to me. Now, the clip that you just posted from December 2020 is just classic their regime or their campaign that they've been running tell you one thing do the other they haven't been solid one way shape no, not one way at all and the craziest part about it is one thing we know about old redhead or orange head who we got out of here you knew where he stood and i mean what what does that show for us as america what does that show the rest of the world we have a flimsy leader who gonna kind of whimsically move this way or that way he don't really know and then he gonna fall asleep so to put that that vaccination on everybody after you said that you don't think that it's something that should be come on man like mario said hold your ground which direction are you really going and stand for that but again we are america the land of the free so they say but when you make a decision such as myself and chris that we're not anti-vaxxers but we just don't trust this because we don't know there are no guarantees for us on anything and then there are no safeguards so we got to take something i, I, I don't, don't know it's, flu it's confusing i don't take the flu vaccine <laughs> what about a, i'm a grown man that never chose to ever take a vaccine so you know you're it's a grown not man that made it's a choice, not abnormal to me you know what i'm saying that's all i'm saying but hey, now uh, Horace, before you go i want to know this what what happened if the federal government, if he said all got to be vaccinated, right? And they say, damn it, we're not doing it. Then, uh, <laughs> would they just release the uh, the hiring? Like, so you just got to need a GED? 
No, you actually believe it or not. Back. Listen, you heard this stuff on Goody Mob albums way back then. They do have a division where you where there are protocols that if that was to ever happen, where your military does get involved. Uh, I'm more scared. I'm not even saying I'm scared, but now you never imagine where you start talking about a passport. You know what I mean? For for you to go places, like you have to show your vaccine passport. So it'll start out international. But what if you going from state to state? It's going to be a new thing where you have to show that. So, no, uh, I think that is something that will call rebellion. Forget slavery. But there are enough of those people here that will, you will see pure hell if you ever tried that. It's funny what we rebel about. Slavery one there, abortion one there. But if he if he gets to that point, I think you're going to see worse than the capital riots. You know what I mean? Because you do have a percentage of people. And you have to defend people like one of my neighbors. My neighbor has never been to a doctor at all. So if they were to implicate martial law, he has religious exemptions, but the religious exemptions now are not even being honored. So you actually have where the Catholic Church just said that they're not they're not giving out exemptions. So it's getting to be interesting. Uh, but you see, y'all laugh, but see some of those people that we laugh about on the news or showing up to the meeting. Y'all think they are irrational? Try to put that mandate on them and see if Karen and her crew don't go and tell something. So, Chris, it is your time to shine. Okay. 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 Uh, the, the title of the show was Why Men Think They're the Prize. And I'm going to tell you why I got it this um we made a post on um black super friends podcast where we talked about uh let me the post says why do men think they are catch a lady went on and told her um reasons why she thinks that it was a catch the men are a catch and she you know when it went in depth it's interesting to me the 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 uh comments that i seen from the women i found it very crazy that anytime you praise a man it's triggering to women i we got we got women on here saying that um oh this is a social trick so whenever anytime that you praise a man say he's a prize or he to catch now all of a sudden it's a social trick okay you got women on here talking about um you know just saying that they disagree you got women in here talking about oh if if, if they real they pick the most subjective <clears throat> word out of the whole post because we know that real is is subjective it's not um you put 10 women in the in the room together and they won't give you the same definition of real that's from woman to woman so at the end of the day like who gets to judge real they get to judge if you're real or not even though they never spent a day in a day as a man now what i would say is this when you when you, it's crazy to me that every time you praise a man or woman, he at least have to say, well, we deserve praise too, or disagree about the praise. I have never, ever in my life heard a woman say, when a woman was being praised and say that she's a prize, I've never heard a woman say, well, hold on, hold on, but what about the kings too? What about the men? They prizes too. It's only a one-way thing. And, and think about prizes, fellas. Think, just think about prizes. We give prizes to the losing team. We give prizes to the losing team. I 
I I coach basketball, I will win a tournament, and they would give me a plastic little trophy. They'll get the kids like a ribbon, but the, but what that meant to these kids, what that meant to me as a coach, we don't want to give the men that simple value of just being a prize. Now think about your guy. You got fathers, you got brothers, you got male cousins. None of them can be considered a prize without you saying anything about it. It's a shame how we really, really feel towards our, our men in this country. It, it, it is crazy. And it's coming from our women. They the one is, is fighting us on why we can't be a prize. A prize. Now, I was just having a conversation with a, young, a man. He was telling me how why he thought women was a prize. And I'm like, okay, that's cool. But that, I said, and he told me that a man have to do this and that. He got to provide. He got to build himself for him to consider himself a prize. But I said to myself, I said to him, you can't call no woman. You can't go to any woman and say, oh, that's she's not a prize without people having a problem with it. You can't point out any woman in this world and say, oh, this woman is not a prize without looking bad. But we don't get the same, we don't get the same appreciation and the same representation as the worst woman alive. We can't get, we can't be a prize just like the worst woman alive. And I, and I find that that's crazy, man. The only way the only way to change this is by you having a genuine heart and respect for a man. Enough, at least enough to call him a prize or a catch without just without saying anything bad about it, without disagreeing, just say yes. He's a prize and a catch. And men, you should feel that way. You should feel like you're a prize. You should feel like a catch. And don't you let no woman tell you you ain't. You ain't at all. That's all I got. My bad. Uh, that was kind of like over and over again. Fuck, we, fuck just, we just lied. Yeah. Listen, so you brought up a that's a topic, but that's your dissertation, like yeah. Cause I don't even know how we can reply to that because you just <laughs> you covered it. Yeah, I mean really. <laughs> look at that, look at the dog, look at the words, look at some of the comments these women are saying, bro. Like it's a problem. They say yes, a keyword real dog. They don't want to get the judge real. They don't want to get, and if they do judge real, it's gonna be biased to them. They don't. How can they judge what a real man is, but never spending a day as a real man? And all oh, that. This is crazy. What you get simply when you praise a man. This is the reaction that you get. Dog, Hardy, I love you, dog. I love you. I love you, my brother. I love you. But don't come on the show talking that marriage shit. This, this is the women that we gotta uh, choose from, and these supposed to be the good ones. Here's the good. Oh, we got some stars in these comments, man. Fuck. All right. See, I think. See, I think everybody always misunderstand the point of marriage because it's a union. So you got to value yourself. Like I know I'm the catch. Like so, if you think by you being married, you less value yourself, then that's a personal thing, my brother. I know that with Jalisa, when I said I do, and maybe you can call me bullheaded or nothing. I never for once thought she was gonna say I don't. And if she did, I'd have been like, maybe I misjudge you. Maybe you are a fool. <laughs> so no, I am. <laughs> so when you say about marriage, man, I understand that right now. I never, I knew going out that I was going to get married one day, and I knew that I'm a good leader and a good judge of character. I was going to help meet a good wife. Like, all that kind of stuff go. Like, I see her value. I have good eyes. Like, everything comes to uh, when a man chooses. So I chose a good wife. That still goes back to me choosing. Like, everything. So a lot of times we can say, 
I, I see so many people talk about so much stuff and so many people type on that kind of stuff like that. But I ask for what validation do they have for their opinion? Like, why, why is their opinion validated? Like, everybody got one. Like, right now, at, at the end of the day, I see so many people comment on so much stuff. Like, even that Dr. Umar thing, it's just like, bro, it's over and over. But it's like, if people spent so much time writing soliloquies on stuff, when right now, it's 100 men, I mean, it's 100 women in the United States to 97 men. That's if everybody lives. That's that's it. You start off three short from the go. Now we're not gonna call. We're not gonna um go into incarceration, black health, killing black men at a higher rate. So if you want to date inside your race, like most people do, then the numbers get even lower and lower and lower. So right now, I also understand this: black women are one of the most educated groups that's growing by far. So mm -hmm. I can't sit here and tell one of the most educated group of people to just look at the numbers. It's simple. You can't do it because because right now I understand this. Y'all know the numbers, but I know one thing too. If I tell you a duck or pull a truck and you hook that motherfucker up, then that's on you. So I can't blame women for trying to say, "Hey, y'all ain't no prize." Because if they get to men to believe in that, and you as a man start acting like you're not a prize, that's on yeah. you, my brother. That is on you. That's their propaganda. That's their program. It's the same thing the other race do to us as black people. Y'all ain't shit. Black men ain't this. Black women ain't that. If you believe that, then you lost. Bro, everybody I know, most of the men I know know they're kings. So that shit don't work with them. You you have no doubt in your head that if you wanted to walk out your house tomorrow and get married, you could. Right. And you know 90% of the time you control the marriage. Like the, like the flow of it. You know if you suppress your manly wants, if you work hard, if you be a good man, if you be prayed up, you do all that kind of stuff, you're not, you're probably gonna have a successful marriage. No, knowing nothing about marriage. So it's in your head. But one thing I do know is this: if all hundred women want a husband, it's only 97 of them. <laughs> Statistics say that. If you if it was, if there's a hundred people in this war, women born. It's 97 men. So if all 97 men were great men, the best men in the world, nice body, smart, caring, you still three short. You still three short. But if you sit there and tell me, oh, I'm the prize, and I believe that, I'm the fool. Because I know I'm good at math. <laughs> you can't tell me one plus one equals four. Well, I will say, in my mastery level, I'm accused of being arrogant, Chris. <clears throat> But I, I'm at a point where I know what's what. I had somebody at our event the other night say, uh, I was gonna buy a drink. I'm like, why? They're like, you can't buy me a drink. I'm like, no, why would I? You know what I mean? And then try to persist to make it seem like, you know, like it was little or like I was less of a man by not buying a drink. I'm not buying you a drink because I'm not, you don't interest me. I should say that in <laughs> so many words. Like, Did you say why would words? I do that? She should have bought you a drink. Thank you. Thank you for the venue. Thank you for thinking of this. You should have bought you a drink. The nerve of her. But the interesting thing is, our de we're defined by, we've allowed, and to an extent what Chris is saying, like our def we're letting everybody define us, but nobody accepts our definition as men. So when, they, when I see somebody talk about defining a dude by the amount of money he has or doesn't have, I think that's a disservice. I think it's disrespectful because what makes a man are the character traits that he carries. 
you know, him having money don't mean he's going to be a great husband, good leader, good man. You know what I mean? But having money don't hurt. I just think that our definitions have been, I think people need to realize the part they play. So when a woman bashes a man, you need to understand that you're adding on to uh, the disrespect that uh, black men have to uh, so? endure. Malou, Let me up. ask you one question for Zago. Yeah. How many times have you heard a woman say, hey, man, I'm trying to get myself together. I'm just not ready for marriage. Never. But I always hear men say, mm -hmm. so, but I go right into your thing. So, so why you, if you're a king and you know what you bring to the table, why you not ready? Why you just can say, I just don't want to be. I just don't want. I don't, I don't know if that's connected to just humanly treating a person as if they got value off real without doing nothing. No, I'm saying you that's in your value. Like yeah. if, I, if I'm, I'm selling you a car, I say this whole piece I of agree. shit. And I, and I get what you're saying. I'm saying the world, no matter what, just like we do the women, just like we do the women, we give them eccentric value regardless. I believe that we should do the same thing for men. Because look, every man doesn't have the same mentality. But that doesn't mean that he doesn't deserve to be valued on a, on a basic level that you value every everybody else. You know. He should be able to say he's a prize. He should be able to say he's a catch, or the just the whole notion. Not maybe not particularly him. The whole notion should be able to be said without any backlash, without any triggering, triggering, without any disagreeing, all of that. Because we don't do that when it comes to women. We hey, just Chris. don't do that. Chris, as the CEO of yourself, you shouldn't be letting anybody tell you anything about your value. Because you know what, the boss don't never really listen to the worker. They got to listen to him so what mario said made plenty of sense i have shit i know i'm gonna catch i don't worry about what she was thinking about because it all starts with inside <clears> yourself <throat> if you don't think you to catch how you think she's gonna thank you to catch so that goes with inside itself hell you can't ask a, a woman alive and, and <clears throat> ask her if she to catch and she don't tell you that she ain't and she don't be yes. so as a man you damn right i'm the catch it's the reason why women say i want a man they'll <laughs> They don't run around and say they want a woman until they done tried too many men that weren't what they needed. You feel me? But that's a subject for totally another. Let me, like that. Let me write that down for the clips. Eh? Get your that's all right. And that's I totally, okay. But I totally agree with what you're saying, but we cannot be in a society of all this acceptance, all this mm -hmm. acceptance of everybody else and all this, all this inclusion and all this love and all this therapy and all this other stuff and think that we can still treat men in the fashion that we treat men. It's not about an inner man thing. This is about hey, a way the society looks at us, and that needs to change. We shouldn't you, be blamed and have to go extra hard and get this extra bravado and get this extra sense of of um self self esteem because every, everybody doesn't get that. We shouldn't do have that. to do that to get decent treatment from the world completely. But I told you, man, don't do, but don't. I do told you the numbers too. Right yeah. now, we're outnumbered, Chris. Yeah. Yeah. I just like so the people. So right now. For every 97 men, it's a hundred women saying you ain't shit, so they can bust you down to get like that's their what job. I right. expect people to do their job. I it's my job. I don't get mad when somebody's like right now, as a woman, I can't say men are the prize because if you say men are the prize, then men will start thinking on a higher level, and that's then they, they they know they're gonna be short. It's their job to, to make you think you're not, so they can have a that's chance why, of getting it. Well, it's all about that, that's their job. Why do well, see, you saying we accept it, but I'm saying do you know a lot of men who accept that or they just don't listen to it? 
See, see, I think you wanted to see some men back on that post saying, nah, bitch, you did it up. No. That, but men looked at that post like, whatever, bitch. I don't, that's what I'm saying. You looked at that post, you didn't feel like, I can't believe 100 women saying I'm not the catch. I'm not. Who's doing it? Well, I said on the post that it's it's amazing what the reaction you get when you give a little man, uh, give, it, give a little man praise. But I how many men looked at it and didn't say shit? Well, because yeah. I I, that's what men, that's, that's men's <laughs> demeanor. Men normally right. bullshit. So that, men normally a, extend a level of courtesy and grace to women, period. No matter I think what just, they I think are. Just I don't think same, it's courtesy and grace. Same thing. I think it's just, I don't think it's a courtesy of grace. I think we just don't give a fuck because right now what we say matters. Because if we did what we say didn't matter, liposuction wouldn't be at an all-time high. <laughs> right now, yeah. we wouldn't say what we want didn't matter. Bitch wouldn't be shaking their ass all over the VMAs to impress us. So you can say all you want to, we not to catch. But on every level, even women, remember we had the twerking episode? So even the highest level of woman will get in a club full of men. And put her face to the ground and shake ass her ass as a taunting. So it, I hear you, but at the end of the day, we, just because we don't reply to you, because we don't give a damn. Because we know this, most men way. get on their knees and ask for, uh, and then they gonna say, "I don't know too many men who got no." I know a lot of women waiting. As an advocate of men, as an advocate of men, as a person that put out date doctor vlogs uh, frequently to to. To increase male self-esteem and teach men how to be more masculine and things like that, I understand. I totally understand, but I do, I do side with my brothers on the way the society treats us and the way our women allow us to be treated. But check this you, out, though, you Chris. got a I'm, brother, I'm you got a father, you got an uncle. Stop, stop doing that. So that's, that's what they do. Most of me and my family say, "Fuck like, them!" Like, shit. Why does it matter? I could dog, I can't worry about because I'm saying I could see if it was like actually my daughter. I don't want you sick, sick old women polluting my daughter. I don't want her to feel that way about me. Like I like right now I got a son. I, or Tony has a son. I'm pretty sure Tyler's not out there saying, damn, boy, they don't respect me out here in these streets, man. This shit crazy. I never heard that ready. If anything, we're telling him to slow down. So <laughs> the same with bro, I, I'm saying you have a little brother. I don't see Mario ever saying, man, this shit crazy, bro. These women just don't respect me out here. Who's saying this? But I talk to men that do, that do feel that way. Oh, I do. I have had conversations with men that feel that way. I've had conversations with kids that feels that way. And it's a tough conversation to have. And I tell them the same thing that you're telling me, that you're saying right now. I totally in agreement with all of you guys. I totally agree with you. But I've had conversations with those guys. And it, I don't know why it's so hard for them. I don't know why just standing up to women and, and being having self-esteem is hard. Man. I don't understand it, but it is. It's it's a whole market for it. Right, and, and I'm saying this lions and sheep. You, Chris Leo, yeah. in this world, to, to the beginning of the time, it's lions and it's sheep. Right. right. Well, listen, I want to see that damn comment. Go ahead, Zabo. Mm. Yeah, you need to see no. it. That, that's that's the part what Chris talking about right there. Yeah, I know it, man. That's what's going. Listen, I will say, Chris, a book that changed my life. I practiced the team of me. I'd like to thank Roscoe Jenkins for <laughs> changing my life. And I understand what Chris saying. It's not like I don't hear what he's saying. He's saying it. it's, it's 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 hypocritical for women to always ask for grace and preach healing and and then bash yeah, every time it. a man gets praised. Yeah. I understand that. I just. 
And don't accept it. Chris tells a lot of guys, he does this a lot, to believe in yourself, you a king, and I agree with him. He is. Yeah. But my on my end, I'm going to tell him, bro, look at the facts. Yep. Like, just be realistic in your head, young man. Why do you care what she's like? I, I want to get into why do you care what she's saying? See, then I'm going to start telling him the facts to let him know that, bro, it's nothing she can prove in this world to let her know that she, she's a catch over you. Nothing. I can yeah. go down the list to him to let him know why you're the catch. And, as, and how about this, young man? As you keep getting older, guess what? Your your value increases like an old sixty two dump. It just keep going up and up and up. Well, guess what? That Maserati of a woman you looking at? Think about this. Nobody want a nineteen ninety eight Maserati. They don't. But a bit want a nineteen sixty two at Chevy Caprice. <laughs> so hey, yo man, what you say? Your your shit going up? Hold oh, oh, down. I see old men say, "Let me get a young tender." So hey, keep doing what you're doing. Like men don't inspire. You gotta stand. We don't. We don't go through. Our our ears mm-hmm. don't dry up. We don't have none. We still shoot sperm. We can still make babies till we like 70, 80. Like I'm saying, like at the end of the day, there's so many reasons of why we're the catch. Like right now, we can keep reproducing till we damn near die. Mm-hmm. Like right. we don't go through menopause. Like we, it's so much other stuff. We are protected by nature. We're providers by nature. We're everything. I'm, I'm saying, look at this list of stuff I can just give this young man a reason why you shouldn't pay attention to that. But if a woman, the women who are realistic, I think, Chris, and I ain't trying to talk, I think they say, I know men are the catch. So let me do what it takes to get one. The other women say, Y'all ain't no catch. Hopefully they'll beat you down enough to you what? Believe their bullshit and treat them like it. Yeah, that's mind trick. This is sick behavior. This is sick bullying narcissistic behavior that we have to pinpoint and we have to point out and i will Chris. refuse i will continuously point that shit out i'm, I'm not uh, and Volus, no i'm not uplifting y'all i'm talking to my brother and uplifting him at this moment it's not always about women sometimes it's about men that need to have brotherly healing for ourselves it's another sister circles and let's have our brotherly moment without estrogen entering yeah tell Valu to put on her bonnet and eat that piece of cheesecake while and listen Listen, guys, <clears throat> I want to say that on this show, I don't want to cover that. So are we going to do the viewer question? Are we going to have time for that? Rush through it. All right, this is a viewer question, and we're going to make it fast. I, viewer question, word for word. I always hear the super friends say that women that are single for a period of time are set in their ways. The same can be said for men that are single and have been single for some time as well. The Bible says that a woman is to be a helpmate unto the man. But if the man has been doing everything for himself for a while, he will reject that help from a woman. How can a single woman counteract this? And for the married couples from a male perspective, how do husbands correct this behavior and what can wives do to promote the acceptance of helping? Hey, a black man just read, okay? We don't celebrate that enough too. <laughs> Who I think I got it. I, um, I think I think Hardy had covered this though when he was talking about the prize and the catch. Um, mm-hmm. If you didn't catch it, he alluded to with the man being the prize and the catch. All that that she's talking about, how the woman does that, she don't need to do that because he gonna choose. Take that off of your shoulders. That's why a man's shoulders is wide for him to take those burdens. Women keep on trying to play this hide and go seek. Oh, I'm gonna just be real good to this man, and then he gonna just pick me. 
and he might not pick your ass. Let him pick who he gonna have, and then that problem is dead. And as far as the married part, I'll let my homeboy expand on that because he's the only one that's married. But what you think, Chris? Because I know you're single. How do you feel about a woman trying to play up to you? Do you feel like that's a uh, trickery? Do you feel like it's real? Do you feel like she's choosing for you? Or do you feel like you're making the choice? Talk to me. Well, I'm going to go by the question. And it says, I always hear super friends say that a woman that are single for a long period of time are stuck in their way. I've been on the show for a long time. Every episode. I've never heard y'all say that. Never in my life heard y'all say that. And she said, she, we said always. So I think that's bullshit right there. Then it says, um, the same can be said for, for men has been single for a long time. See, this is the bullshit I'll be talking about. Obviously, that was a if that was said, then we have a conversation. Then we having a conversation about you, about women. But every time we try to have a conversation about women, men have to be involved. But the same thing can be said about men. That's just like if we did the same conversation here. I say, hey man, we um we get we get stuck in our ways if we be single a long time. And if the first thing out of heart and mouth is, well, women do too. It would nullify the whole conversation. So, again, address the question. Why are you stuck in your ways and you've been single for a long time, especially if you're old? Okay, so then you go into the Bible stuff. What I will say is this. I do think that it's good that a woman is saying that she want to be a helpmate. I do think that's a wonderful thing. So I want to applaud this lady for even just considering being a helpmate. But what happens a lot is, is... To be a helpmate, you must have a healthy, and I mean a healthy respect for men. And not just the man that you chose, for men in general. What we bring to the table, who we are, how to, how we do things, parent, wife, all that. You have to have a healthy respect for a man to be a helpmate. Because if you don't have a healthy respect for a man, what you're going to do is think you're better, or you're smarter, or you can do it better. And then what you do is, what you think, what you think is your fucking help is really you trying to run over him and try to make him do what you say. And that's not what a man wants. No, most men don't grow up their whole life saying that, damn, I can't wait till a woman leave me. I can't wait to find a woman and she can tell me how to do it better or what it is. No, you need to date men. If this is a problem in your life, you need to date men that you highly respect so that you are helping him. You're not trying to tell him what to do. You're not trying to make him do something. You see that he has a plan. Don't date men that doesn't that you don't respect and don't feel like he got a plan. But if you believe in him and you believe in the plan, then you're gonna you're gonna ask questions like, how can I help? Not just telling him what to do. You're gonna ask him, how can I help? Because I don't know good leaders that don't understand the core value of who you who you hire, meaning who you help is gonna make you better. Um, Demario, you are a manager. You know that the it doesn't make a difference how good of a manager you is. It's who you hire to help you execute your plan. And if one of those guys got that you just hired come on and say, well, Demario, you need to do it like this. Or no, 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 Demario, not good. No, understand. Um, new ideas is welcome. But you tell you trying to tell Dem Demario what to do, he ain't going to want that shit. Because that he hired you to be a helper, not a teller, what to do her. That appointment will be short lived. I know, hey, my man, boy. I want to. I want to say I'm. I'm very proud, man, of the way you uh, put that soliloquy. I'm. 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 I'm proud because I think you introduced the point that people always make when they quote that verse. First of all, it's the vision and the plan. Like so, God gives a man a vision and a plan. 
And then he meets a helpmate to help with that plan that God gave. But if you don't believe in the man's vision or the plan, then you're never going to be a successful helpmate. So when every time a woman always saying, I want you to be a helpmate, but a help, you can't tell me what kind of helpmate, what kind of help I need. Because yep. God gave me the vision. Now you can't tell me, hey, I think you should, like, if I, if I have a vision in my life of what this family, as I'm supposed to be the lead, it's going down. Like Chris said, you can give me advice and stuff like this, but if you're in tune with God, then your advice is going to be coming from him too. So it'll all be the same advice. And he'll give you what just what to say that I need at points when I'm feeling low, when I'm feeling down, but it's all in one unison. A helpmate don't mean you come in and help me make the decision that you want me to make. That's, that's, that's definitely right. not what they mean. But I think a lot of times people get that confused because they, they, they pick a man and say, I'm going to help him be this man. But that's not what the man, that's not the man he want to be. That's not the man who's he's purposed to be. That's the man you see him as being. And you think he don't see value in you as a helpmate because he's not doing what you say. When mm -hmm. he might have his own personal purpose in life. That's in the way to take this family. But because it's not your way, you feel like he's undervaluing you as a helpmate. But you're being a hindrance and not a helpmate. And that right there is a thin line that I always tell mm -hmm. women. Listen, me and my wife, she pushed me when she, she does. I, I can tell you no lie. She know how to say it and when to say it. So it comes out good to make me fire and burn and go into the direction that I need to go when I'm when I'm feeling low as a man myself. She don't never, because you know why? She consults with God and goes into her own thing before she comes to me. So he gives her the word to say to me. Because he knows that men are prideful. Men, he knows all that. So he's not the author of confusion. So when you come in there, well, I know you and I know what kind of man you is and you need to be doing this. As a man, we automatically gonna shut down. So if you come in a man like that, that's not a God. And that's not yep. being a helpmate. Yep. That's being a hindrance. That's so I think right now, if you understand what a helpmate is, you'll be helpful for vision. And you'll study your husband, study your man. Like Chris said, don't get a man without a vision. Because if you if he tell you his vision, you can say, I don't subscribe to that. I can't help do that. I don't want to be a part of that. Don't try to change his vision. Go ahead, Horace. Hold on. I want to say, man. Can I, can I take one thing? Tiffany Bowens, you say you finally agree with me. Well, today you're finally right. Okay, listen. Congratulate yourself. Goddamn, Chris. Listen, <laughs> I do want. I do want to say we're in an era where we have allowed media, TV, movies to really put prejudice on our minds. You know what I mean? A lot of narcissists. It's always this fairy tale stuff. So, to your point, Mario, a lot of the great things are forged in fire. So when I say that, when you say Jaleesa know how to say it, when to say it, to get you burning, that is important because you don't, a man never wants to be with somebody that makes him feel less than a man. It's already tough being a man. So once you get inside his head, you ain't a help me. <laughs> You're a liability. You might be a distraction. So it's about how, like, I just see where people think that these Tyler Perry movies are real relationships. No, man, no. Or even people doing, seeing the memes, and, and they, I can see a person with a meme, and they'd be like, oh, that's right, child. Oh, yes, me. Like, no, it don't apply. Like, no will apply to you and what do not. So that, I just want to highlight what you were saying, because I see that people date for what's comfortable for right. them. You know what I mean? Like, I know a homeboy, he'll never date a woman that's going to push him because he don't want that. You know what I mean? Yeah. The same way you'll get a woman that'll get with a guy that she really don't respect. But she knows she can navigate them. 
You know what I mean? He ain't gonna really, she ain't gonna allow herself to be pushed. It's gonna be a and this, bro. A lot of people always say something about Sierra Pearl, but you know Sierra ain't sold a CD in a long time. Mm. You know that, right? You know, you know, you know she didn't put her career first. You know she had, she is at all, most of Russell's games. You know she raising his kids. You know she on commercials with him. She go out to different events and all that kind of stuff right there. But you know, much as she like that, I'm saying I'm not saying she's perfect. But I'm just saying you understand she is being a helpmate to his life and to his vision right now because she knows she knows she's in Seattle, right? Like I'm saying, like come on, like but you don't see that part. You just see Sierra got to read. Russell's a great guy. Yeah, mm-hmm. so I'm gonna get that kind of guy and tell him I want to do this, and he gonna mm-hmm. say, yeah, go ahead. No, what the hell? You know, Beyonce don't make as many albums as she used to no more because she's raising blue in them and help and being there with Jay Z. I'm saying we gotta open our eyes and stop getting tricked. Mario, all they see is the story. See, that's why I think everyone sees the story. Hell, nobody talk about that. They tight now, but who knows the conversation they had to have? You know what I mean? Even we all think Russell Wilson is such a weak guy, but when I heard him speak, that brother said, "Hey." I told her I'm gonna lead her. Like he's had some comments that made me say, okay, she had to be on board with that. She had to be like, okay, daddy. Like I don't care how much money he had, she had to see something in him that made her say, God damn it, I I hear I hear you, that. What you're doing, you know, the difference is is what Chris alluded to earlier. The difference between future and Russell is not money, it's not responsibility and all that. It's vision. Russell had a fucking vision. Period. He came in saying, this is where I'm at in life. This is where I'm going. This is what I want. And this is what I want. And this is what I want. This is where I'm at. She said, man, thank you. I prayed for this. How can I help? Yeah. <laughs> Fruitcher was like, shit, we're going to throw this thing out. We're going to go. And then Fruitcher always tell you, he started changing his life to accommodate hers. Mm-hmm. And that's when it all went wrong. He started, yep. stop being in Mechanicsville, stop being in Atlanta, move to LA, stop hanging around his homeboys, stop going to the studios that he felt comfortable making music in. He started following her vision. And then you see what that ended up at. It messed, he made a song so about much, it. Give him much as expected. So I'm not saying that right now, having a vision and following a man, we, we have a lot of responsibility as men who God get a vision to. But if he gave it to us, you said yes to him. So follow that man. Get on Don't say bus. yes and corrupt the man or fuck his life up. But you just you just there for resources. You're not there for him. Mm. If you're not if you don't if you're a man that you don't highly respect, that's you're willing to truly help. You're only here in there for resources. That's what true. he can do for you. That's, that's it. True. So at the end that's of the day, the, like, no, this this question is loaded. I appreciate that the woman want to consider helping. I understand that she's in the right path here. But at the end of the day. No real man, no, I want to say real man because that's subjective. I want to say no leader, leading man is going to devalue great help. He's just not. What he's not going to do is say, I'm going to have a, a, a equal and a equal boss. That's not what he's going to do. He, but he, he, he will accept all great help no matter how long he's been in a relationship, uh, been out of a relationship. That's probably why he's been single for so long because it ain't been good help. Right. It just ain't been good help. You know what I'm saying? This is a temp service. You sitting, you sitting guys, you sitting women over here that ain't, that ain't that that's qualified. Right, you know what? 
That's why when you ask, I know every when the airway, everybody dating off looks and you know, you bang bang one night. But when you actually go down that road about relationships, the person that conversation, you should be hearing their vision, their plans, their goals, and whatnot, right? That's so I was telling female, you get on this bus, get on that, get on that other seat and buckle up. But I'm driving the bus. If you don't like where it's going, get the hell off the bus. But I don't even want to talk to a woman who don't want me to drive. Like I ain't trying to be funny. I don't, I don't, bro. If you want to, I always said that before I got mad. If a woman don't want me to drive, I feel you, man. I, I don't want you on my bus. Mm -hmm. I'm not trying to force you on him. Like, no. I don't want, I, I feel you. I'm not your driver. You're don't not going my way. You going south. I'm going north or uh, east and west. We not, I understand. There's no love lost here, my sister. It's another bus coming. D dudes, a lot of dudes shoot their shot. I was wrong. I didn't hear the voice. I strayed away from my vision. You're not the one. Find you another guy. Don't get on my bus in the whole ride. We need to turn around. I want to go that way. Why are you going that way? Slow down. Don't feel bad. Hey, hey, hey. Cause who wants that? Shit, hell, they don't want that. So right. come on, man. I, I understand. Why would woman? Why would a woman want to be on the bus that's going the wrong way from her? Anyway. Like, why would she want that? Get off the bus. Listen, I don't even want you at the back of the bus. I don't even want you at the back of the bus. Those men are easily controlled. And at some point, we have to understand that now it is not about relationships. It's about power for women. It's a, for a lot of women, it's about power. They want to be in power. Control. Absolute, unutter power over you. Fantasy. But I always say this, Chris. You don't know what you can't control? Another person. No, commitment. See, right now, I, see, I know so many men who they wife. If you ask them, you would think she running because she control it, huh? She. But what if he cheating out of both legs? What you controlling? Yeah. What if he's spending his money the way he want to? What you controlling? That's the point. Like you might think you're doing all this. You just a disruption. You know, a lot of men not gonna walk away. They gonna stay and do whatever they want to do. And then now you're gonna be sleepless nights, talking to your friends, worried, trying to save a marriage so you don't look like a fool. Because all because what you want to run the show. Because a lot of men are gonna be like, shit, I bet that's what you want to do. Say no more. This is what I do. I'm a professional at this. See, <laughs> <laughs> I was trying to undoctor myself. <laughs> I'm deeply rooted in this. I can do this with my eyes closed. <laughs> Why are you yeah. running I, your mouth? Why are you arguing? Why are you fussing? Oh, okay, baby. I, but I, I but let, let me be honest. A lot of movies yeah, and a lot true. of songs are built on simple stuff. I don't care what it is, baby. I just, as long as I'm with you, I don't care. I work three jobs. I'm going to do. Because women buy albums. Yeah. Yeah. Well, see, that's what I'm saying. We can't be fooled. That's what I'm saying. Like, So when that shit go number one, you be like, how are these soft ass songs going number one? Because you got a whole bunch of women who won't. This kind of shit, and they falling for it, and they making the nigga who the nigga who's singing that song, Drake, who everybody always say Drake is simp, he makes simp music. Drake is a, a the biggest player in the industry right now. He's fucking yeah. everything out of both legs. But yeah. I see men all the time, like man, that nigga makes soft music, he do this, he do this, and he's hitting everything. everything. So yeah, who's getting worked here? So I'm making, yeah, baby, I love you. You're the one. I can't do nothing without you. You, 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 and you. I love all you. All you. Come on at one time. And then y'all saying he's soft, but he's hitting everything moving. Mario, Michael Jackson could have hit the whole world. He could have. He could have. Listen, man. So that's what 
you you see the uh the, the comment uh, what's the old song i give you the, the sun the moon the stars and the ocean yeah sound good what the, what, what, what i give you the world what the rest of you wish for all that you dream and of. even more and even more <laughs> how the hell you get more than that <laughs> <laughs> where the hell the rest of us gonna stay i know me and chris just always tell this i used to always say this if back in the days when i was a young cat out here finding my way in the jungle of this world you know and i was chasing the cat quite often myself we used to go to uh events and say Damn, bro. We know we don't have as much money as them. We're not seven foot tall. We don't have a lot. But we got to maximize what we got. And if we can get her to look at us tonight, <laughs> it'll be all right. It'll be all right. But sometimes you got to understand, if I can say to you, baby, 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 and you fall for that shit? Baby, please. Well, then I won. If you, see, that's a, I know a dude who told me that. And I used to be like, no, I don't know how to talk to you like that. He's like, who cares how she talked to me? I'm still going to hit, and I don't care about it. Man. I'm like, bro, how you let her treat you like that? Who cares, bro? I don't care how she's doing that. I'm fucking her too. Like his his rationale was, you'll think he's the biggest simp. This nigga soft. All this he like, bro. He like seven girls. I don't give me this. I don't pay bills. Like in his head. So sometimes when you want to run some shit, you might be running yourself into the ground, trying to yep. be controlling. So I understand, ladies. There's a lot of dudes out here. You think soft? You think simp? You think you running their bus and driving their bus? But they got a lot of passengers. Yeah, I, I learned that in high school. I don't never teach men to be uh, dictators. I just say, do what you what, what you gonna do. Don't That's worry a dictator, about Chris. No, do it. I control me. You don't yeah. have to do nothing. You don't have to. You don't have to like it. You don't have to stay. You don't have to say yes. You don't have to do nothing. You, there's the door. But I'm gonna do what I want to do. Period. That's called a dictator. You don't gotta brother. be a dictator, but you <laughs> damn sure can't be a dictator. Yeah. <laughs> Aladdin. Facts. Aladdin. I'm a dick. All right. Listen, you guys did phenomenal tonight. You ain't lying. I don't know why you, I've been you, talking. You all so right. Yep. Yep. I agree. Yeah, I've been country lately. I don't know what's going on with my accent. But hey, closing comments, guys. Another show has came to the end. I will highlight as Chris lose. I'm gonna go back and put this in ideas. Chris lost his mind on this episode. Anything that's gonna do some clickbait. He back, man. He, he was waiting for this, man. He went to the undisclosed his pimp player lair. Yeah, <laughs> you know what I'm saying? He took the top four buttons off and said, "Let it, let, let it, let the wind hit my chest tonight." <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Yeah. Boy, I'm out here, huh? ladies. Chris was in Palm Beach last week. week. Chris was in Palm Beach last week. That, that says enough. The yeah. person oh, that just shows oh, up. Oh, yeah, be talking to five old man. I see y'all pictures. I see y'all pictures. Well, I never thought I'd see the day. We locked and loaded with the fifty. Hey, no, but she did look like the lady from the uh, Lil Wayne Officer video, so I can't even match. Yeah, yeah, you know what I'm saying? We're talking, we're talking, rapping, Shout out to Phillips, my A1. All right, closing comment. I'm going up top to a rational Zay that feels like he's left out all the time. I'm not. You guys had a great show. Um, I learned a lot. I mean, y'all, yeah, y'all did. Y'all had a great show. Y'all ain't with me. Hey, you talking about? Golly. Yeah, but it was a great That's... show, though. I learned a lot. We're gonna do that on Therapy Thursday. We're gonna talk about what they feel left out. Well, I mean, nice. it, 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 <laughs> and there you have it, Mr. Mario. 
Hey man, I appreciate y'all coming, man. We so happy to get back. Sometimes we get carried away, man. We miss y'all just as much as from the comments that I say y'all miss cussing us out and disagreeing with us. We will be no other place on a Monday, you know, watching football, winning some money, making somebody know. We would rather be here with our super friends, fanatics. <laughs> Come on yeah. and fan out every Monday. We appreciate y'all, man. And go get some of your sisters from the uh, book club and tell them to come on by next Monday. We, we like it hot. Listen, in typical fashion, me and Malcolm, great job. Everybody for the boys. Oh, Hey, I do want to give a shout out to the uh, to the single people. You know, they always tell single guys, you never know where you're going to meet that next woman. They say at the gas station, they say at Publix. But I'm going to tell you one hidden gem, fellas. Right here in our comment spot. No. Damn. The clinic. The county clinic got there. Listen. Whoa. Hear me out. Hear me out. There are a lot of foreign nationals that come into the country every week, and they're looking for families, okay? So don't scratch that out, fellas. Listen. There'll be a whole line walking into the clinic. I'll ride by. I say, some of my less desirable friends, there might be somebody in there for you, buddy. All right. Chris. Oh, I was, man. was going to take it a whole other way. But, uh, <laughs> man, yeah, I was uh, with yeah. you on that. Okay, uh, thank you guys for showing up. Ladies, thank you for showing up. Um, I've been waiting to unleash some of this Mormon horse. Uh, <laughs> but uh, I do actually want to have a, I do, ladies, I do actually want to have a, uh, conversation. I gotta look at that again. Okay, we gotta, good night, horse. It just says good night. All right. <laughs> but, but yeah, uh, there's a lot of. We go, I'm just gonna go, man. Y'all come back and see us next week. Say it's a ball, man. Oh my God, say it's a ball. <laughs> I try to be good, though. <laughs> hey, anytime next week, same bat channel, man. God damn it, Xavier. Oh, my God.